Hi ho wee way! Happy Sunday! <laughs> What's up, Misha? What's up, Sher? Uh, we're here for more AI-generated TV. If you don't know what this is, we're using an AI to generate uh, television. So we're, we're writing TV with a super intelligent AI and making it very stupid. So if you've got an idea for a TV show, what's up, Prince? Happy Sundays. Um, here are some suggestions, but we don't have to do that. If you've got a show, an existing show you want to see redone, let me know. House. Okay. Uh, let's do house. I was a big fan of house. AI generated house. You are Dr. House. Can we do an AIPD episode? That would be so meta. I wouldn't even know how to handle it. Oh, uh, one second here. Let me adjust. And there we go. Uh, you are Dr. House. A brilliant but crass uh, doctor. You and your team work on the uh, hardest, most mysterious ailments uh illnesses what's up using my last brain cell this is ai generated television we're writing ai generated tv and we're writing uh, an episode of uh dr house md uh, uh with uh i did not write this this is using uh, novel ai uh it is like ai dungeon but better uh they have a free trial too if you want to check it out there's the website uh I just made the layout and everything, but and I made the Chrome extension that does text to speech. Uh, what's up, anime? Nice to do more obscure TV shows. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say House is obscure, but uh, you and your team work on the mo hardest, most mysterious illnesses, and today is no different. So he fixes up houses. That would be an interesting uh, spinoff. Write a, sci a psychological unnatural show, FDI up. We could do that with this house episode. Uh, let's see what happens. You've been called in to examine a patient who has experienced some sort of terrible accident or illness which left them with an unidentifiable lump on their head. This is perfect. This sounds like the exact intro to house. The patient lies on his back in your treatment room. You slap the bump with your cane. As hard as you can. <laughs> Nothing happens. The lump just sits there, looking a bit like an eggplant. Ew. <laughs> you look at the lump, only now it's starting to look more like a large black eye. Oh no! Whoops! Uh, I didn't realize the lump was on your eye. You gotta tell me these things before you come in so I don't whack your eye with my cane. It's gone, yells your assistant. I told you that would do it. You look at the lump again and realize you were right. It does indeed resemble a large black eye. You know, <laughs> you don't bring a... Uh, what, what's that saying where it's like uh, every, every like problem that you bring to every... Every issue to a contractor looks like a nail or something. You know what I'm talking about? Every issue for house looks like something that's way worse but this guy just came in with a black eye 
But how did it get there? <laughs> I don't think we need, could solve this with, like, disease textbooks. Uh, maybe he just got into, like, a domestic dis dis uh, dispute or something. Maybe he just pissed somebody off at the bank. I don't know. He just came in for a black eye. Although, why would you come into a hospital with a black eye? Punch the black eye until it's gone, yeah. <laughs> it's not going away. It's just getting more and more black eye. In fact, his whole face is starting to bruise up. You interrogate the patient. I want answers, damn it! He's like, I don't want to get into the personal details. He's like, I thrive on the personal details. That's the only way we're going to solve this case. This guy is embarrassed and makes up a weird story. Yeah, but they always, they always figure out the truth. What happened here? You ask your patient. He looks up from where he was staring into space. His face is bruised all over. He doesn't seem to have any trouble talking, though. The patient tells you the uh, the odd supernatural tale of how he got a black eye. Oh, thank you. Anyway, that'll be the next one here. Let me save that. Doctor Who will be next. Hell yeah. Although I've never watched Doctor Who. Have we already done the Doctor Who episode? Doesn't matter, though, but... He had fallen down the stairs of his house when he heard something moving around in his attic, then woke up the next morning with a big black eye on his face. I think that's it. I think he fell down the stairs. You know what this means. I really don't, so I'm going to next this. This man must be cursed. <laughs> and if this isn't enough, he claims that the last time he saw his wife, she was being dragged away by a woman wearing a mask. What? You decide to try a little experiment. You take out a vial of ointment that you keep for such emergencies. That is so specific, House. And then what happened? And rub it on the patient's eye. Sure enough, the black eye vanishes within seconds. What? Thank God, cries the patient, jumping to his feet. Thank God you're here. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this man is cursed. He's cursed to fall down the stairs. Uh, you tell the patient. This is not over yet. That was just for the black eye. Now we need to focus on getting rid of a curse. Of the curse. But his penis has fallen off. And it's lupus. Curse, says the patient. But I don't have a curse. Just my black eye. What are you trying to say about me? I say it's sleepy time. House had a habit of doing that. He would just knock patients out. It's like, what the what the fuck, House? Looking back at that, it's like, that's very not okay. <laughs> that's uh, against my will. You just stick a needle in me and knock me out. I'm glad I'm not dying anymore, but uh, that was not okay. His eyes look so angry and confused that you decide to leave him alone for a while before continuing to treat him. Yep. You pull out... <laughs> uh, you pull out your, uh, uh, your book on curing curses and find out the man is cursed with... Oh, shit. No, 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 no. Here we go. No, come on. You pull out your book, 
Oh, Vine Sauce tried Novel AI the other day. Did he like it? I'm going to have to watch that. Undo. There you go. You pull out your book on curing curses and find out the man is cursed with... The curse of insanity. If anyone dares to touch his blackened eye, they will be punished with madness. Oh my god. This is almost certainly caused by the fact that the patient has a blackened eye on his face. Oh no, it's back! You rush back into the room and notice all of the nurses touching his black eye and going mad. House touched it. Then you remember you touched the eye. Your body begins to tremble as you succumb to the curse. He went in blind, no idea what he was doing, things didn't go too well. Well, that could be entertaining too, so. This is bad. You have to get rid of the curse ASAP. One way to cure the curse is to rub the patient's eye with the antidote, but you forgot to bring the antidote. (laughs) Of all days, I forget to bring the antidote? (laughs) I need to remove my kidneys. You panic and try the following extremely risky... Medical procedures. One, remove the patient's eye and put it on the floor. <laughs> That's extreme house. Two, burn the patient's eye. Okay. Three, put the patient under anesthetic. That seems pretty normal. Four, give the patient a shot of adrenaline. Very unusual to do after you uh, anesthetize them, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So they're like passed out, but they're also like going like full force in their mind. The adrenaline's just kicking them into high gear, but <laughs> nothing. I'm gonna say nothing works, and insanity, and uh, the curse continues to spread through the hospital. The four loco treatment, yeah, like wildfire. You call the government and order a quarantine. No one leaves until you find a cure for the curse. You've lost track of time as you frantically attempt every method you can think of to cure the curse. You realize that you've been trapped in this hospital for far too long and the curse is spreading faster than you'd hoped. This might be too much for Dr. House to solve. You realize you are out of your element and you call for help. This is the true origin of COVID. COVID's not a insanity cure. Well, you know what? I take that back. You might be right, Misha. Michael. Michael. I'm stuck here and the curse is spreading. Help. You scream. Michael. Where are you? Don't you care? Oh, house has a brother? Your brother comes running to your rescue. Ah. Your brother. When do you think uh, Novel AI devs will drop the 20 billion model? Uh, You know what? I don't know. But maybe like within a month or two. Because, uh, I mean, that's how long it took for the Farisek, maybe? It all depends, like, how expensive it is to drop. Uh, It'll probably drop to, like, Opus by summertime, maybe. I don't know. I, it's it it all depends, like, is it viable for them to... Because I know, like, uh, 
I remember back when like the uh six billion model was being released, like it was like this this chugs on uh systems like and it just costs so much like GPU memory to run. So uh I don't know, Prince, yeah. We'll see. I'm sure they'll figure something out. Your brother Dr. Cottage. Oh, I love that. I'm taking that, Misha. Your brother Dr. Cottage brings Dr. Cottage brings the you decide to call an expert on medical curses dr garth Morangi. oh i like that uh your brother dr cut brings the one thing that he knows to be uh he brings the one thing that could cure this curse oh my god the antidote for the curse of insanity what is it though hold on uh Hmm. I'll retry. I want a specific. The servers were under fire from U2P for V2 too. Yeah. I mean, we'll see if they reverse that too. We'll see if that gets bumped up for... Because right now I think that's like for free tiers too. So I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. A magical potion made from a rare plant found only in the highlands of Scotland. Now that I like. The potion is a mixture of two ingredients. One. A tiny white flower that blooms once a year in the mountains of Scotland. And this is still, like, in the realm of what a, a, a house episode would be, I feel like. As, like, supernatural as this is. If the ingredients are mixed together correctly, the resulting potion should cure the curse. Oh, I forgot about the second one. Two, a special root that grows deep below the surface of the earth. You mix the ingredients and drink the concoction. Uh, the curse begins to reverse, but you suffer the following side effects. One, your vision is blurry. Okay, normal. House just has the ingredients, yeah. Two, you can't walk straight. Uh-huh. Three, you feel dizzy. He's like, luckily I went to, uh, I went on vacation and I was in Scotland and I saw the flowers and I was like, these would be nice to have. Four, you start to hallucinate. Five, your mind feels heavy, like you are drowning in a sea of thought. Okay. Uh, you pass out. And when you come to... Six, you're dead, yeah. <laughs> the antidote. You are... Uh, you are cured. However, the hospital is... in. In chaos. You rush back to your treatment room and see the patient standing there, his face swollen and bruised. I... He says, I can't believe you saved me. Thank you. Uh, you realize the patient has uh, gone on a rampage while you were resting. If a doctor cures you of one disease, but you die from another disease, then he's still actually done his job. Yes? <laughs> I guess. Who are you? You ask the patient. Where are you from? I... I can't remember, he says, but I know I am cursed, and I know something is wrong <laughs> with my eye. <laughs> he has become impatient. Oh, sure, you are very good with this. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you realize the patient 
The patient's other eye has begun, begun to multiply and turn into a horrifying abomination. You have to administer the cure. But first, you have to get close to him without uh, getting injured. Can family members sue a hospital or a doctor if they die from surgery or treatment? You can. You rarely win those cases because it, the, just the liability is such in the doctor's favor. Unless you can, like, prove gross negligence or something, like, uh, which has happened, but this is one weird episode of House, yeah. <laughs> now it's starting to get into a Lovecraftian tale, but. Quickly now, you say, the cure is right behind you. Turn around and take it. The patient turns around and takes the cure. Thank you, he says gratefully. You realized that the cure is not a high enough dosage for this guy, for the patient. He still begins to transform. He still continues to transform and mutate. No problem. You say reassuringly, <laughs> we'll fix this. Awful. Sure of himself, yeah. You give the patient another dose of the cure. I feel much better now, he says. You realize that the cure is now finally working and the patient is about to stop transforming. Ah. You hear uh, a ruckus outside. You realize the horde of cursed... Uh, patience has overpowered the quarantine barrier you do not have enough supplies to make the cure for everyone and you watch as the infected take over the city I think this is gonna be have to have to be a cliffhanger ending we have to hurry you yell Get ready to run. You grab the patient and begin to run. Well, we cured the patient. <laughs> Episode over, right? Who cares that we started an outbreak? You race to your car and drive out of town. Yep. You are driving along the highway when suddenly the patient jumps out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Oops, just ended the world. We had the cure too, just not enough of it. Those damn Scottish flowers and roots. Uh, if only they we had known to make a lot more of those but uh, <laughs> uh you don't care and slam a whole uh vial you'll slam a whole container of pain meds and drive off into the sunset to be continued yeah this would be a quite the cliffhanger you are now in a desert wasteland you have lost your car and you are alone. I think people would be angry because this completely changes the dynamic of the show, but... You have a lot of supplies, but you also have a few problems. Maybe it would be good, Mad Max house. One, you are all out of food. That's a big problem. Just see how house would do in a, yeah, in a lost situation. Two, you are low on water. It's like a weird crossover episode. Low on Three. water. There is nowhere to go. Okay. 
4, the sun is setting. You look around and see something that might solve your problems. A small shack in the distance. From a doctor show to a survival show, yeah. Uh, you enter the shack and find... It's empty. You search the place and find a small bottle filled with a mysterious liquid. You pour the liquid into a glass and drink it. Suddenly, your mind feels much lighter and you feel refreshed. You brush off the dust on the uh, bottle and see that you have drunk. <gasps> the elixir of life. It's a very rare liquid that makes you immortal. Oh my god, it's just sitting in a shack in the desert? You are suddenly full of energy and you sprint out of the shack. Oh! <laughs> Dr. House has just turned into like Superman. You are so excited because you know exactly what to do now. Uh, yeah, what, what, what? <laughs> you are going to build your own hospital. Yeah, I make all the rules. He would love that. You throw your supplies into the back of your truck and begin to drive towards the hospital site. Oh my god, yeah. You find the Holy Grail and the declaration right next to it, yeah. As you speed along the highway, you see an old abandoned gas station ahead. Oh my, I love that. I would love if he like started his own hospital, his own magic hospital. Very high mortality rate, but he gets those, those, uh, those hard cases. You live forever in the middle of nowhere. Dr. House's uh, house of insanity. You live forever in the middle of nowhere. I think he would like that. I don't think he likes a lot of people. And people would come to him because if you got a, a disease that no other hospital can cure, I'll take my coin flip odds over uh, hopelessness. Uh, you stop at the gas station. And notice the infected have made their way to the desert. High mortality rate with high profits. Yeah. If you, if you live, you got to pay a shit ton. If you die, I get your life insurance. It's a win-win for Dr. House and his crazy insane hospital. You race inside the station to look for some supplies. You find a large barrel of gasoline and you start to siphon some fuel into your tank. <laughs> Typical capitalism, yeah. Hey, hey, what are you doing? You look up and see... A man standing in front of you. He looks like he's been through hell. I'm not stealing this fuel, you say. It belongs to you. The man shakes his head. The man tells you his name is... Mr. Smith. Very original. I don't think you're lying to me, Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith explains that the gas station has been boarded up for years after the zombie outbreak. Ah, oh, we're just calling them zombies now. That's fine. I've been living here ever since, he says. And how long have you been living here? Great question. I don't know, says Mr. Smith. It feels like forever. Oh yeah, why haven't you moved? Why haven't you escaped the city? Um, yeah, curious. Yeah, why? Because I'm afraid, says Mr. Smith. Once you're bitten by the zombies, you become one of them. Mm. I don't want to live with myself anymore. <laughs> Mr. Anderson, I got a funny lump on my neck and I like a diagnosis. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's apocalypse time, but the stock market is doing well. I would believe that. Yeah, if some by some by some weird chance, if the stock market was still operational despite the world going to hell, it would probably be doing very well. So, by some mysterious forces, Will Smith owns this gas station. House with zombies? Why not? Exactly. You team up with Doctor Smith with with Mister Smith, and officially take him under your wing as your hospital's first doctor first new doctor check your crypto wallet yeah also doing very well but i can't use any of it after the two of you fill your tanks you continue on your journey Mm. you are now on the outskirts of town you notice a small clinic and park your truck in front of it you say this is it. I will call this new hospital. Oh, I like that. The Hospital of Hope. Mr. Smith agrees with your naming choice and the two of you get to work making a plan. All right. You have decided to divide the building into three sections. Sure. Divide and conquer. One, the waiting room. Yep. Two, the examination rooms. Yep. Three. The operating theater. The theater. You quickly organize the construction plans for your new hospital. You set up a schedule and assign different jobs to each of the doctors. Well, it's just me and Dr. Smith, so... But it's nice to break up the work, yeah, I guess. Alright, I think that's a good place to end. We're we're building the Hospital of Hope. We'll see how that goes. Uh, We'll come back to Dr. House here. What hospital needs wards anyway? Yeah, a- after you're operated on, you have to leave. You can't rest here. We can't like keep an eye on you. Once you're out of the operating room, you're fu- you're out. You're gone. You're you're cured, as far as we know. Go back to your shelter, your makeshift shelter, and hope you don't die of an infection. Uh, here we go. Uh, next episode here. Let's do. Uh, you could drop suggestions in chat for what you want to see as the next television episode, but a- uh, anime has already got it, so. Six. <laughs> uh, what's up, Seven Sage? Uh, anime wants to see AI-generated uh, Doctor Who. Uh, but next time, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> ABCDEF. We'll do an action game show to next as our next one. To satisfy Seventh Sage and off kilter there. Uh, AI generated Doctor Who. Uh, thank you, Anime, for this prompt. Uh, yeah, you could also drop the prompt in there that matches what you want to see. Uh, you are the Doctor, a British time traveler. You get in the TARDIS and go to the year 2022. You meet a man named Tony. You think he is your biggest fan. However, Tony claims this isn't true. Based on real events. He says you have no fans at all. After speaking with him some more, you learn that he has seen you in person before. Oh. He tells you about how when he was young he saw a man who looked like the doctor enter a pub called the Rose and Crown. Ah. You suspect someone is pretending to be you. So, you decide to visit the Rose and the Crown. And sure enough... You see a look-alike pretending to be you. Go back in time and destroy the Rosen Crown. Well, maybe.
This man is very much an imposter. It seems he has been sent by the Daleks to steal your Time Lord powers for their own. Whoa! Okay, break. Are you Mr. Beast? I am not, but thank you, I think. Tony is using his powers of Tony's owning to take over the world. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know how you would do that, but. So you put on your hat, coat, and scarf and head out of town. Uh, you head back in time and destroy the Rosen Crown. Can't plot to destroy me if your bar is blown up. You then return to the present day only to find out that Tony was a real fan of yours. Oh, well. The imposter had caused the entire incident because he wanted you to feel bad about being a fake. But we're real. You realize that although this other doctor is an imposter, he can also travel through time and space. How is this possible? You aren't sure, but you must stop him. You are now the doctor once again. You must find this other doctor and ask him where you should go next. You think of traveling to the past. Uh, you go to your favorite place and hopes the imposter will show up. You go to dot dot dot. <laughs> okay. The pub, the rose and crown. Your character is intriguing, voice soothing, face succulent. Thank you, Steel Meyer. <laughs> uh, I will take all of those as compliments. And thank you very much. But no one knows anything about the imposter or his whereabouts. You leave disappointed. Mm. You head home to tell Mrs. Pond what happened. But she already knows. The imposter emerges from the uh, kitchen pantry and says, Finally we meet. He's wearing a black suit, long hair, and glasses. His face looks familiar. I'm the doctor, he says. You are surprised to hear such a statement coming from someone who looks exactly like you. You know when someone like lies so uh so vehemently, you start to believe them, even you know it's like impossible for that to be true. It's like I know you're lying. I know you're lying. You're a hundred percent lying. But the fact that you are so committed to the lie, like put plants to see the doubt in your mind. You're like, maybe this guy has been to the moon. It's like no, that that it's that's not possible. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm the doctor. Or are we? Hmm? I don't know. Anything's possible. We're in a simulation. You ask the imposter to uh, humor you and elaborate on how he... Uh, I'll just say you ask the imposter to humor you and elaborate. Okay. Where did you come from? You say. Oh, I don't know. I've always been here. Mm, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Mm. This is my house, you shout angrily. All right, how do we prove? Yeah, what? Uh, I'll say, what's her face? What's this girl's name? Mrs. Pond uh, breaks up the bickering and says, let's 
do an experiment. What is something only the real doctor would know? Doing the DNA test? Yeah, that, that might just do it. Clear it right up. The imposter thinks for a moment and replies, I was the first doctor. Who was the second? And who was the third? No, we're not going to trivia mode here. She then asks the imposter, what is it? He replies that there is no such thing as monsters. What? It's a trick question, you exclaim. After a moment, Mrs. Pond gives you a knowing look and leaves the room. Mrs. Pond comes back with a DNA test. You and the imposter uh, are tied up as Mrs. Pond finds out who is the real doctor and who is the imposter. A vote has been called and Mrs. Pond is uh, figuring it out. You're not the doctor, shouts Mrs. Pond. Uh Uh-oh. Of course I am, says the imposter. You're not the doctor at all. Yells Mrs. Pond. Ah. The the DNA test results are in. The imposter. You are the father of the imposter. You are amazed. (laughs) Oh my god, it's a Maury situation. Mrs. Pond takes you aside and explains how she got mixed up in everything. She says that the imposter was hired by the Daleks to steal your time-traveling abilities. Okay, so our son. Somehow we had a son and got captured by Daleks, raised by the Daleks. Your son tells you of his troubled past and how he was raised by the Daleks. If only I hadn't done this. Says the imposter. I think we could stop calling him the imposter. He's definitely our son. So, well, can we call him? Can we just call him son? If only you hadn't done that, you reply. Ooh, we're salty. Mrs. Pond then brings up that you two are father and son. There you go, Mrs. Pond. Keeping it, keeping it civil. You ask your son, what is your name? Dark puffin boy. Hey, thanks for the follow, Seth. My name is David. You then ask the imposter, what is your name? David. Not very original. He's an imposter in every way. He's Dave he's not even David Jr. He's just David. We're both Davids. You turn to Mrs. Pond. How could you let me believe he was my son? Whoa, 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 he's actually your son. Please don't kill the imposter. He's your son. The DNA test doesn't lie. Mrs. Pond shakes her head and takes you both to family therapy i like that idea thank you off kilter you meet with dr walthrop a psychiatrist you explain the situation and tell him about the imposter david Tennant, possibly he replies well at least you know now then mrs pond begins to cry and you begin to smile you get everything off your chest and unload a bunch of uh secrets to your son here you go i had an affair with this woman named rosa and i'm really a time lord mommy why didn't you tell us sooner asks david 
I wasn't ready to tell you until now, says Mrs. Pond. Oh, Mrs. Pond has been... Mrs. Pond reveals herself to be a Dalek in disguise. Revealing our troubled past, exactly. <laughs> you realize that she is using her ability to travel between times and places to try to get revenge on you for getting her kicked out of the Time Lords. Oh no! Oh my god, we pissed off a lot of people. You and Mrs. Pond then begin a long and hard battle with the Daleks. Mm. Yeah, you... Wait, but then... Wait, she's using her to get revenge on you... But then she's teaming up with us? Begin a lot. Oh, no, no. Is she also fighting the Daleks? It seems like we're teaming up with her, even though she's she was fighting us. Uh, you summon your ultimate weapon. A special hammer which has the power to destroy an enemy. Okay, it's just a hammer. It's special to us because we like to use it. Old Betsy. There you go. It's smashing time. You are about to use this hammer against the Daleks when you see the imposter. No! You grab the imposter and use the hammer to knock him out. We just hit our son in the head with a hammer. We're a terrible father. Maybe our son was right to try to. He's like, "You are a bad father." And we're like, "I know. We're t more. We're better time lord than we are a father." And I try. And I try. And the therapist is like, you're using that hammer to avoid dealing with a tough si situation with your son. And we go, you're right. But it's too late now. We already did it, so. Uh, you continue to... Happy ending. He still wants to steal our powers. Yeah, that's... You continue to uh, hammer time all of the Daleks. But there are too many. Uh, Top Gene, I'm not really a reaction channel, but, uh, I'll watch it after and let you know. Yeah. One last giant Dalek arrives, and you and Mrs. Pond decide to surrender. What? There's only one guy left! A few days later, you wake up in prison. Uh, Top Gene, uh, do you have, uh, do you do AI-generated stories as well, or, uh, what is your video about? You have been charged with the murder of a number of people and the destruction of an ancient pub. We did do that. We did kill a lot of things with a hammer and we did blow up a pub and go back in time and yeah, sorry. We we did do that. Describe the video to the AI and have it react. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. You arrive in time court and uh meet with your public defender. A tiny alien named Kleborp. Who cares if you kill Daleks? Well, apparently Space Court cares. Kleborp explains that the charges are trumped up and that it was all a misunderstanding. That's why you're my lawyer, Kleborp. The judge enters the courtroom, dressed in a very old-fashioned robe. The judge says, before we begin, I'd like to apologize for the delay. As you may know, I'm very busy. Before we go any further, I have a few questions for you. Firstly, who are you? I'm so busy, I don't have any context for the case I'm about to make judgment on. I am Dr. David Tennant, 
and I am a Time Lord. There you, you go. Answer. Hey, Misha, you got it. You're right. It's David Tennant. Uh, I'll say Kleeborp uh, tells you uh, Kleeborp makes his opening statement. My client is innocent. And we're like, that's it? That's your opening statement? Damn, public defenders. The judge nods and says, thank you, Mr. Kleeborp. Now, doctor, what is your full name? David Tennant. The judge stares at you for a few seconds. David Tennant is the doctor? Okay. Uh, I like the guy right after David Tennant. Although, you know, I haven't watched the show much, but I just know a few of the doctors and just seeing clips of them. Uh, what's his name? Matt. Matt something. Matt Smith? Uh, and then there's the latest doctor. What's his face? But who I thought could have been good, but I don't know. I just liked him when he was in the <laughs> screamy roles, like in movies. He had a good... There's a good rant of the latest doctor. And uh, I don't know. But as, as the actual doctor, not too sure about him. The opening statement brings a standing ovation in court. Oh, I like that. You know what? <laughs> Let's do that. Uh, Peter Capaldi, yeah. I like uh, Peter and other things, but yeah, it just... Uh, I don't know. I haven't really seen much of it, but, you know, sometimes it only takes a little bit to be like, this just doesn't work. The judge smiles and says, very well then, doctor. Tell me, what is your occupation? I am a time lord and actor. I am also a writer. This is very meta. Excellent. The defense makes their opening statement. The defense... A Dalek. As your honor knows, I am the oldest and most powerful Dalek ever made. Okay. And as you know, Doctor Who is a very popular television show. Yep. My client has been framed by a human known as Mrs. Pond, who wishes to take revenge on Doctor Who for the death of her daughter. Ooh. You know, I guess we uh, misgendered. We thought it was a son, but yeah, but... It was our daughter, also named uh, David. Daughter David. The judge says, the judge stands up. Well, the judge says, I think I've heard enough. In the case of David Tennant versus the Daleks, I rule that Mr. Tennant is dot 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 guilty or not guilty <gasps> innocent and free to go he's a fan you thank everyone for their support and exit the courtroom we did it you are now a famous actor slash time traveler all right i think that's a good place to end all right here we go last last uh ai generated show of today you can vote if you're watching right now on Reddit or YouTube, you could type in the chat right now what you would want to see as a uh, as the next AI generated show. Could be a remix of something you've watched in the past, like we just did Doctor Who, we just did Doctor House, America's Most Wanted. Oh my God, I really want to take that. <laughs> uh, if anybody in Reddit 
type something right now. I'll take that instead, though. But if not, we'll do go to uh, America's Most Wanted. It's okay if you had nothing, because America's Most Wanted is a good one. Uh, nothing from Reddit. Okay, we'll do AI generated America's Most Wanted. Ooh, CSI. We can combine those two. I think we can combine those two, Misha. Uh, AI generated America's Most Wanted. We'll do some CSI in this. Who's the host? America's Most Wanted host. John Walsh. Okay. You are John Walsh. Sorry, spell it. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, host of America's Most Wanted. Today, uh, today's episode, tonight's episode is dedicated to one man, to one uh, criminal, to a single criminal. The man who killed your son, Adam. Wow, holy shit. The front door slams shut and Michael comes barreling into the room. What? He snarls angrily. He looks like he hasn't slept in days. His eyes are sunken and dark bags hang beneath them. Uh, yeah, let's just keep next to that. His face is pale and sweaty with stress. His once fine suit is stained and torn at the knees. Ooh. I've got something you want. Michael pushes past you and rushes downstairs. Do you think Michael is acting... Extremely suspicious. Extremely suspicious. So you decide to follow him. On tonight's episode, yeah. On tonight's episode, John Walsh goes hunting. You hurry out the front door and head north down the driveway. The gatekeeper watches you leave as Michael disappears around the corner. Michael walks quickly along the sidewalk. Heading east. He keeps walking until he reaches a narrow alley between two brick buildings. You see Michael enter one of the buildings. You catch the door before it locks and walk in to see. Oh, I like that. You explain your thoughts to the camera. You explain your thoughts. Directly to the camera. You should do a special with more than three stories. I used to do uh, marathons, like 12-hour marathons prints. But it's just too exhausting. I just don't have the time. But maybe soon. Maybe this summertime I'll have more time. Michael is acting strangely. I'm following him now. Thank you, John Walsh. That was the much-needed commentary we needed. to just As if it wasn't obvious enough. The camera zooms out on Michael, who appears to be entering an apartment building. You follow Michael inside. You see Michael enter an elevator and press a button. Yeah, I grinded hard, Prince, when I started streaming, but uh, I guess he needs a script. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's not very good at improvising. I don't get how streamers can last that long. Me neither. People who do that regularly, I was so exhausted. It's like running like a marathon. Although this is kind of more involved, it's just like I have to be like fully engaged for all 12 hours to like keep writing stories. So, 
Well, maybe I could do longer streams. Yeah, I, I've always wanted to, but life gets in the way. But I figure as long as I stick to a schedule, I, I'm good. <laughs> but maybe Sundays I could do longer. Yeah, because I do start later. I, I find uh, that even though the stream starts at 2, I'm mainly just dicking around at 1, waiting and watching random things until the stream starts. So there's stream that last 24 hours. There's stream that's, that never end. People do those... Uh, uh, you know, subathons or whatever. Do longer strings with some breaks. That might be a thing too, Misha. Maybe I'll just like do a super long stream and take like 15, 20 minute break. That could be. We'll see. We'll see. I do want to give more. Um, You know this. You used to do daily streams. That was crazy. Yeah, that was very exhausting. But uh, I, I'm, I'm happy I did that. But it was very, it, that was very stressful because, uh, you know, holidays and stuff through that, birthdays and stuff. I mean, it's not like I could go anywhere, but it was like, it definitely put a strain on life in general to do that. Uh, I don't think I'll ever do that again, unless I become full time streamer, where I can like make that my job. But to do that on top of a full time job ain't gonna happen again, unfortunately. Uh, you know this, Michael. Enter back in the AI dungeon days. Yeah. A room with a large bed. There are several other rooms around the apartment, but there doesn't seem to be anyone else here. Have you tried to make your own module? Uh, when I was doing, we were doing like D&D streams prints, and I was trying to do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, that kind of took it. That was taking a lot of time. But that, it might, I think it's a lot easier to do now. But back when it was like first starting uh, to do like lore book entries and module training and stuff for, uh, yeah, I I was overwhelmed by it. But uh, it might be something to get into. I do want to bring those back. You can hear someone talking from the bedroom. But what if she does get better? Oh, mystery. You start blasting at cover. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, Prince, have you made your own module? Uh, and what are your, what are the results? How uh, how easy was it? Did you uh, enjoy the results? Because I've heard some people like spend so much time making their module, and then they just have to start over from scratch because they like they just made it too complicated. Uh, I kind of watch on the the subreddit for Novel AI, and some people are like, "Wow, I've made it so." I've added so many things to my like training that it has actually made the generations worse. So, you know, finding a good balance for that too. But I think if I just add enough nuggets to like build the world and like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll we'll have to see. I don't know if more or less is better. Uh, yeah, I don't remember when I first started watching. Misha, you were one of the first people to watch. I you. There was a guy named Squee and Anime. You all started watching around the same time. That was like our first or second month streaming ever. That was like right when the pandemic hit. So you've been you've been loyal as hell, Misha. And I appreciate that. Then we have a problem, says a man's voice. You look through the window next to the door. It's a private bathroom. Adam is standing at the sink, washing his hands. I think I first started watching around episode 12. Yeah. Wowie zowie. That was when we were doing guests for every episode too. You realize 
Michael is working with the Yakuza. You remember when your son... You remember seeing the last moments of Adam's life. I'm going to shoot him in the ass. Yeah. Latitude apparently released Voyage Beta. Oh, I don't even know what that is. I should stay up to date. I, I don't know why I'm so salty. Uh, I guess I should try it out again and see what what they've been up to. But also, I don't know. They keep doing things that make me not want to give them any money or attention. So, but uh, maybe I do like the, the picture generated things. That looks interesting. Not going to try it because of latitude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, same. I'm, but I don't know. Maybe just to see what it's about and just to see it, where it's come from. It would be an interesting contrast to see because we haven't played it since Novel AI came out. So it would be kind of interesting just to see what they've done and have an immediate compare and contrast versus the Novel AI model. You know exactly where to find Michael. And you're going to make sure that he pays for killing Adam. The pictures are neat, though. Yeah, but that's based off, like, another project. I think it's just open source. Because they, they linked to the GitHub. I was trying to set that up in our Discord. Which, that's still coming, by the way. I'm I'm just, uh... I just do not have a machine powerful enough to run it. That's how powerful that, uh... AI-generated thing. It really just chugs. I think if I could figure out how to get it through like on-demand gpu pricing or whatever uh there's a few services that do that then maybe i'll do a little experiment in the discord it is a cool concept yeah i agree you run upstairs and burst into the bedroom michael stands by the bed Ooh. <laughs> uh, two spectators hi man what's up andre welcome to the stream we're doing AI-generated America's Most Wanted, and uh, the episode is focusing on uh, one uh, most wanted person, and it's the guy who killed John Watts' son. I would like to see that expanded upon. Yeah, me too. Uh, you burst. Uh, you burst into the bedroom. Michael stands by the bed. You pull out your gun and ask, "Where is my son?" Where is Adam? My most wanted. Oh my god, sure, why not? That's the perfect name for this. <laughs> uh, a special version of America's Most Wanted. My most wanted. Yeah, this is why I became the host of the show. Michael smiles evilly. All right, let's go back to the beginning. He pulls out a knife, and you realize that Michael really planned this all along. Whoa! Michael stabs himself in the heart and is instantly healed. Whoa! Adam enters the room and has his throat slit. Then Michael hops out of the uh, seven-story window and disappears. You hold your dying son and look directly into camera with tears streaming and say if you or a loved one have any information on the whereabouts of Michael please call the toll free, toll -free hotline 
sad moment. What features would you like to see on Novel AI? Uh, they usually add a lot of stuff that I didn't even know I wanted. Like, uh, right off the bat, having the editor being able to like just tweak stuff on the fly is awesome. Um, kill you. <laughs> What's up, TB Devil? Please call the Toffee Hotline. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Novel AI. I feel like. Uh, I don't want to see them just copy everything AI Dungeon does, but I would like to see like an image thing or yeah, something, some kind of image generation thing happen. Like maybe uh, you could turn your entire story into one like collage or something. That'd be cool. Uh, I don't know how coherent it would be, but uh... bro, the dude was a Wolverine healing factor. What the hell? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're looking for Wolverine, but he goes by Michael and he works for the Yakuza. Multiplayer would be nice. Yeah, that is, that is a good one. Yeah. Uh, multiplayer would be kind of hard, though, because of the way it saves or doesn't save. It saves, like, locally. Character portrait generator, that's another good thing. But it's kind of like those are all things that exist on other services. So to see Novel AI not focus on the story part of it would kind of suck. Because I do like them just being completely focused on, like, model training and uh you know different uh different modules and different configurations uh and then just leave other projects to take off so but yeah if they could have like a team up or something that would be amazing <laughs> sentience would be cool ah, i don't know about that one what modules would you like to see mm, yeah I, I don't know uh I don't know how this would work with copyright, but I'd like to see some, like, actual, like, story. But then, I no, no, no. How, how much information do you need to... Because I would love, like, a DBZ module or something, like... But, yeah, I don't know how you would deal with uh, copyright, and that'd be interesting. A joke generator? That could be interesting. Community section would be nice. Yeah. Now I get why YouTube herded me here. You made the Smiling Friends edit. Imagine a timeline where he made it into the show. Oh, there you go. That would be crazy. AI-generated DBZ would be insane. Yeah, I think I think that would be very popular. As, a, as one thing to focus on, I don't know how the rights would work. But then again, there's a lot of stuff. Like, I can type in, yeah, I mean, stuff about house or any show. We type stuff about Family Matter and then figured it out. Uh, so it's already kind of there. I don't know. Maybe you, you could ha you'd have to call it like a uh, uh, narwhal square uh, y or something. You know, it's like I kind of see what this is. AI generated AIPD, <laughs> way too meta. Uh, all right, let's see what happened to Michael here. You are in the parking lot. You are in the living room. The television is still playing. I think a computer could handle power level scaling pretty well, so not too insane. Yeah, I think so. I think so as well. You put the remote control down and pick up the phone. You dial the police number. I remember in the good old days of AI Dungeon, there, there's an automatic summary. It's removed now. I haven't touched AI Dungeon in forever. I do remember that. It would make like a summary in your memory, and it would like adjust based on the story and what comes back. Uh... Yeah, I wonder why they got rid of that. If it just wasn't working for longer stories or something. Narwhal square Y is my activation phrase. <laughs> uh, 
imagine an AI creating other AIs and learning along the way. Yeah, I mean, it'd be fun before it got scary. Lizard 3D Circle Ball. <laughs> there you go. I like that a little bit better, Misha. <laughs> Komodo Dragon. And it's not wishes. You get uh, you get uh, IOUs. <laughs> the, the lizard grants you IOUs. Apparently, it wasn't used enough. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, too. I mean, yeah, if you have the analytics and just nobody's using it. I was using it, too, though. Yeah, so, yeah. You tell the police of Michael's last known whereabouts. A and d module would be exciting. Yes, I agree. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know how, yeah, it would be interesting. Because I don't want a bunch of numbers thrown at me. Because the AI doesn't really handle math well. So, but to do like a D&D like story-based thing, that could be an interesting team-up. Yeah, if they could work out like a collaboration and work directly like with Wizards of the Coast to train like a D&D AI module, that would be chef's kiss. You give them the address and Michael's description. The police arrive at the house. They open the door and search the premises. Oh? Is that a police? I'm telling the weed. Yeah. You explain to the police everything you've seen including the conversation with Michael about how he would have murdered Adam. Oh, I mean, and then he did it. He actually did it. So why would we tell him that he said he was going to do it? He literally did it. Uh, I'll say years pass. And no further information is phoned in about your son's killer. Until. Today. Someone calls the hotline and tells you that they saw Michael in a storeroom of a local pet shop. Aha! Got your ass! You're trying to buy a puppy? You killed my son! Now I'm gonna kill you! You rush over to the store and listen in on their conversation. They're talking about a dog that just died. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you gotta have some sympathy even for your son's killer. You have police surround the building. And you attempt to arrest michael he's got wolverine powers though we can't forget about that he stabbed himself in the chest and healed immediately though so but michael slips away running north toward the park damn it you look around wondering where michael might have gone <gasps> you see michael is hiding behind a tree in the park oh my god michael is watching you with cold eyes and a cruel smile maintain the ability to add rules like do not kill the main character. No super uh, supernatural elements. I think you could do that through square bracket stuff and memory stuff, but I rarely edit that because our stories are so short. But uh, maybe if I were to try experiment with the... <laughs> yeah, there we go. Sure, why not? You talk to camera. Again, this is the place Michael was spotted earlier today. We've got to stop him. I love that, uh, yeah, the host has always just got a camera on him. The police move in on Michael. <gasps> you take out your gun and shoot Michael. Oh! Michael falls to the ground. Maybe add the ability to turn off NSW, uh, things. Um, I don't know. That I feel like that might be too hard. I mean, I think you could do that through, like, banned token lists, but 
it would be nice to have like an automatic ban token list that you could just toggle on that would toggle like a lot of the spicy words uh you shoot him again and unload your entire clip into his chest Michael's body crumbles to dust. Aha! Try the Wolverine hero back from that, you piece of shit. Michael's necklace shatters, revealing a piece of paper. You pick up the piece of paper and read it. Downloadable blacklist, maybe? That's a good idea. I like that. It reads, Dear Mr. Walsh, I know what you did. <gasps> oh, oh, oh! That night, that horrible thing you did. Whoa, mystery! But I forgive you. I know you didn't mean to hurt me. What the fuck? Because I love you. Oh, forever and always. What the fuck? Is this Wolverine Yakuza motherfucker one of our, like, children? A long-lost son or something? What in the hell? Would you ever do a long-form story like a whole episode is one story? We used to do that... I feel like it's better to keep them short because I don't know. You just get, if we keep them, it depends on the story. We would need like a special prompt where it's like, okay, this is clearly got a lot of legs and we have an idea of where it's going. Uh, to do random props is a longer form story. Uh, I don't think would work. Oh, okay. Here we go. You explain the details. Yeah. The problem is with long stories is the AI forgets what happened and goes off the rails. That's another thing too, Prince. Yeah, that's very true. Of the note to the police, and you show them the remains of Michael's body. The police confirm that Michael committed the murders of the store owners and Adam. Michael is arrested and put in jail. <laughs> They're like, we've seen Michael come back from the dead, so we're putting his dust in jail. They're like sweeping them up into a little uh, waste paper bag. They're like, make sure we get all the dust, okay? We don't want a uh, rogue arm or anything regenerating on the outside of jail. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you look in the camera and say, no one must ever find out what happened that dark day. Tune in next week. To the America's Most Wanted special, The Wrath of God. Oh my god! What has he done? You turn off the TV and walk over to Adam's gravestone. You kneel down at the gravesite and kiss the top of the headstone. Oh. You whisper some parting words to your son. I am sorry, my darling son. I will awesome. never forgive myself for letting you down. I hope you understand. And then you stand up and walk away. <laughs> okay, they should have ended the episode there. You leave the cemetery and return to the mansion. <laughs> okay, now I don't feel so bad anymore. He re he's returning to his mansion. Good night, sweet prince, yeah. I got the Wolverine, man. I don't know why he turned into dust. And we'll never find out my deep, dark past, but maybe in a future episode of America's Most Wanted. Uh, well, thanks for watching, everybody. If you're new here, we do this all the time. We do uh, Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern. We do AI-generated TV. But 
uh monday wednesday friday we do over on twitch ai generated adventures with prompts submitted by you you can join the discord and submit your own prompts uh here you go here's the discord uh let me post a link here maybe after five seasons your deep dark past will be revealed yeah does flatlets then ensue <laughs> yeah he just goes back to his mansion and starts farting uh these commands are very broken when uh on youtube oh here we go uh here is the discord link join the discord submit your pops share your ai generated adventures uh i'd love to read them and uh see you tomorrow we have a special guest uh jeffrey spike so tune in tomorrow at 9 p.m eastern over on our twitch twitch.tv slash aipd Bye, ho wee way, everyone. Have a good rest of your Sundays and see you tomorrow. Bye, ho wee way.